The Start On Demand. Our next guest has had a long career in film and television. You might know him as Gimli, son of Gloin from Lord of the Rings. Or you might know him as Sala from Indiana Jones 1 and 3, Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade. Or perhaps Professor Maximilian Arturo from Sliders, as one of our listeners, Kristen, texted and said, Oh my God, you're interviewing Professor Maximilian Arturo? John Reese davies is here. He's going to be appearing at the Central Canada Comic Con this weekend at the RBC Convention Centre, and he's in studio with us live on 680 CJOB. John, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I uh, sort of said uh, off the air that you're, you're kind of like a, a cornerstone of pop culture. You've been involved in so many big things. We just mentioned the Indiana Jones, Lord of the Rings, and Sliders, which to a lesser extent is is one of those cult classics that people go insane over. Yeah, it could have been the best show on television. could still be on the air, but we had the dumbest writers ever. Wow. Oh, you hit a nerve. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> no, we're completely off the record here, John. So maybe you'd like to elaborate on that a little bit more before we go on the air. No, 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 no. I, I see that little red light is, shine, is shining on there, so maybe, I, maybe I've done enough trick damage. Trickster, huh? <laughs> so you played Gimli. We have to ask you, have you ever been to Gimli, Manitoba? I have, and I went to Gimli, Manitoba, Um Around about 1985-86, I'd just done Noble House, which we finished in Carolina, and I had a gig in Vancouver. So I I, I, I bought a little Jeep and drove uh, in a somewhat zigzag fashion from Carolina to Vancouver. And I, I do remember passing through Gimli. I passed through here, too. But that was before you you were born, my boy. <laughs> well, it was in the mid '80s. I, I was born in '77, so yeah. You're a wee. You were a wee, a wee man. Yeah. What was, do they say? Knee high to a grass. Do you have a problem with dwarves or something? <laughs> Nothing at all. Are you picking a fight here now? <laughs> Nothing at all. It's just uh, related to his man, age, sir. I, it's not that I'm overly sensitive. I'm normally a most indulgent and and and, and generous soul. But if you if you're trying. To to suggest something. You're not Australian, are you? A, a dwarf tosser by nature? <laughs> because nobody tosses a dwarf. I, I thought we had a connection when I admitted to my Welsh roots. Uh, I see things have gone com- completely sideways. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. And now you, what is your connection to Wales? My great-grandmother was uh, born in Abergelly, Wales. In fact, uh, she was a Williams, and there's still Williams that own uh, the Harp Pub in Abergelly, Wales, and have owned it for close to 400 years. So uh, if you ever need a pint in Abergelly, make sure you pop by the Harp. I think there's a Harp Pub in every single community in Great Britain, but the one in Abergelly is in our family, so to speak. Well, very good. And of course, the Welsh uh, would take the the idea of the, of the harp very much to hand because the harp is was was the instrument that the Welsh bards would play when they were singing their great songs. Looking at your your IMDb page, internetmoviedatabase.com, uh, 252 credits. I don't know that I've ever seen that. I was just stunned when I saw that. You've got, do you ever stop working? Like, do you ever take a break? I try not to. I'm, I'm, head, I'm heading for a long break in a dark box for a long time, you know, so let's keep it busy till then, shall we? <laughs> Are you going to wear that tie that you're wearing? It's amazing. Have you got your outfit picked out for that next journey, or what? I, 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 my wife keeps telling me I, I, I bought a, I bought four suits between 1972 and 1974. 
and they are unburstable. They still look good. And I, I had the joy of going into the very same shop um, last uh, about four months ago. I went in and said, look, I've got a complaint to make. I bought this suit, uh, and and um, the lining, the lining has uh, frayed and perished, mm -hmm. and it's not good enough. And he looked at me with some puzzlement and said, "I, I'm, forgive me, sir, I don't recognise you as a client." And I said, "When did you buy the suit?" He said, and I said, "1972." <laughs> <laughs> Good for how can you the fact that you can fit a suit that you bought in 1972? No, kidding. no, no kidding. Uh, the, and this this is the new version of it that that they made for me. Actually, to be honest with you, it's not as nice as the old one. Uh, the old the old cutters used stiffer linings and things like this. This is too modern. More than that, it's got the feel of an old man's suit. Kind of a kind of a compromise. Ah, yes, I think so. We yeah. hate compromise. John Reese Davies is our guest. He is in Winnipeg for Central Canada Comic Con. Are you coming back for the fifth Indiana Jones movie? Well, funny you should say that. Um, as of yesterday, the script wasn't written yet. Um, that's what I'm told, but uh, I don't know. Would I come back if the part was worthwhile? You bet. You bet. I'd love to have one more crack at uh, a dear old Sally. <laughs> I was very touched by your use of the word a cornerstone. or a, um, In a way, you see, Salah is, he is the last Arab hero in Western popular culture. Um, and the fact that he is the last is an indication of, of the... the the change in our view of, of, of the Arabs and the Arab world. And that's a tragedy for us and a tragedy for the Arab world, the Middle Eastern world. Well, you have to go back to 1981 for the portrayal and, and when this was shot, but you're talking about something that portrays the, the 1940s. Yes, that's right. But you see, um, you know, there are still... Arab heroes, and we should, in a way, be celebrating them as well. I mean, how does dear old Salah end up? I like to think that Salah ends up somewhat like that remarkable fellow, Khalid al-Assadi, who was the keeper of the museum at Palmyra. And as ISIS was approaching, he hid the museum's treasures and refused, even under penalty, pain of death, uh, to reveal it. And, and because he wouldn't, they beheaded him at the age of, what, 82 in the town square. Now that, that's a man who is standing up for his people, for his culture, for his history. And, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't in the, the, the blanket condemnation of, of, of the wilder excesses uh, of the Middle East, forget that there are real heroes and we should remember them and honor them too because we share that common humanity with him. That is often a criticism that's hurled at Hollywood. Uh, for example, the television show 24, uh, which was uh, about counterterrorism, often the the enemies, the villains were were Muslim, were in it. it it ended up almost being a joke that, the, oh, the bad guys are Muslim. What a surprise. And, uh, you know, I never really thought about it, that Salah was the last one that was really uh, seen as he a is. hero. He is. And, and, and it, far be it for me to defend Hollywood, which Lord knows is so direct, 
deprived of any real creative originality at the moment anyway. But 24 was a great series. But, you know... You know, a, a practical person would say, well, hang about, hang about. There aren't that many Roman Catholics, you know, lobbing grenades into synagogues. You know, those pesky Seventh-day Adventists, you know, aren't shooting up Baptists these days. Um, you know, there is a problem with uh, with state and religious-defined uh, terrorism and... Uh, and if a show chooses to uh, cash in on that, I'm not too sure that it's not right. I'm sorry, that's controversial. No, and I, I see the look of worry on your no, face. No, 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 not in any way. I just wanted to make sure I got in here because you're clearly not uh, fearful to speak your mind. Uh, I'd be regretful if I didn't ask you about your take on what's happening in Hollywood, Hollywood the last couple of weeks with the Harvey Weinstein revelations and and what what's what's your take on on how the rest of the world and uh, the movie making world in particular is reacting to these uh, revelations. Well, you know, Harvey Weinstein was a pig, and everyone knew that. I, I like the best description of him as being uh, Olympic standard ugly, um, which seemed to me quite right. I mean, he's, you know, um, did I personally know about this, and did I do anything about it? No, I didn't. I mean, you, you know... You hear the gossip sometimes, but you don't hear the gossip about things as vile as rape. Sexual bad manners is not something that any man as old as me can start throwing stones about. When I look back on the mores of my, my youth, there are, there are things there that would be quite unacceptable now. And time does change. But we know we do have... The, the, the paradox is that we need to care more for our women and our women folk and protect them and yet at the same time give them freedom. And, and, and we just got to just re-educate ourselves as men as to what's permitted and permissible. And what is just not and criminal, and 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 that's it's a straightforward line in certain cases like this. But I look at my own conduct in my in my youth and think, hmm, I suppose the difference is that I never had the power to, you know, to use that as bait or entrapment or something like that. But I, you know, I, we, I think we as, look, till the end of the Stone Age, the life expectancy of a woman was 21 years. You'll find male skeletons in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, even their 60s. You never find a female skeleton over the age of 30. Women died young. We are here because those splendid teenage girls, because that's what they were, did anything, anything, to make sure that that baby survives. You know, and there is, there is that in all of our ancestries. And if we, if we do not, if we do not accept and glory and respect that in women, 
then we, we, we disengage from our, from our real history. And we should make sure that, that the teenage girls of today um, are being cared for. You know, I can't tell you what the purpose of life is, the meaning of life is, but I can tell you what the purpose is. The purpose of life is really quite simple. It is to do better than your mother and father did and make sure that your children are better equipped to do better than you do. Now, sometimes that's not really possible. Sometimes a generation just has to hold the ground that's been taken. But that's the essential thing. And the definition of being a grown-up is that the grown-up is strong enough to protect the next generation, to protect children, to protect the weak and those who cannot protect themselves. And when we lose sight of that, we lose sight of our history and our humanity. And in Hollywood, that's long been lost sight of. John Reese davies <laughs> I that is easily probably the the most engaging uh, soliloquy I, we've ever heard yeah, on this station. I, uh, it's been it's been an honor to speak to you to meet you. A privilege. I've been a fan of yours uh, since I was a child watching you in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and uh, now I'm an even bigger fan. I didn't think it possible. So thank you so much for visiting us today. John Reese davies is visiting Winnipeg. He will be appearing all weekend at the RBC Convention Centre for the Central Canada Comic Con. John Reese davies once again, you might know him as Gimli from Lord of the Rings, Salah from Indiana Jones, 1, 3, and hopefully 5. The Start On Demand is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.